What's up, my fellow Narnummies? This is the Narnummies MTV Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Josh, and we have your co-host, Josiah. What's up? Hey, and we are here on episode 10. Woo! Big milestone, fella. Episode, episode 10. This is 10. I feel like we've done 80 of these. I know. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible. We've, we've hit a big, big thing. We got, we got, we're up to like 260 listeners. Double digits um, in the number of episodes, triple digits on the list. Yeah, boy. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, it's getting getting real. Getting real out here. Real, real. Um, Josiah and I, maybe we're trying to be energetic. We may be a tad lethargic. We just had some Baldino's subs for lunch. Another, uh, what do you call it, sponsor? Uh, yeah. Hopefully future sponsor of the yeah. podcast, Baldino's, best Italian sub in the business. And now that we know, Meatball's pretty good, too. Yeah, they got a mean meatball sub there, too, Woo. folks. So go check them out. Beaufort mean. Highway. Yep, Beaufort Highway in in Hotlanta. Um, definitely not feeling so hot, though, right now. Ate a little too much. Yeah, I don't feel awesome. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, this is just a catch-up podcast. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we don't have any special guests uh, today, but we have a lot of good topics to discuss. Uh, really ranges from a lot of different things. Um, but I guess first we'll talk about what's been going on lately with us. So past couple weeks for me, uh, spring break, uh, it's been, uh, it's been spring break time here, at least for most of the Atlanta schools. So, uh, I went off with, uh, the fam to Portlandia, Portland, Oregon, uh, has some family to visit there. It was, uh, it was a good time, uh, not a huge fan of Portland, the city itself, but outside of Portland, man, it was awesome. We got to do some hikes, go see some waterfalls, go to the coast, go see the beach. I was able to break away one day for a little ride. Uh, unfortunately, in Portland, like you have to really commit to mountain bike there because there's obviously the PNW has amazing mountain bike trails, but they're not near the city of Portland. You have to do a good drive. And I only had a couple hours. So I ended up running a gravel bike. They have some great gravel riding in uh, Portland and took a whirl at the drop bar, which that's a new experience for me. The old drop bar. Yeah. I rented a drop bar gravel bike and uh, that was a little bit of a learning curve, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was pretty cool. Got to ride through the city. Uh, did the Lee Erickson, uh, is that right? Late, I think it's called, how do you pronounce it? Um, Leaf, Leaf Erickson Trail. Um, I didn't do all of it, but it was a super nice gravel ride and really pretty through the uh, moss covered forest. And uh, it, was, it was definitely a, a good workout and got to see some good views. Um, also, kind of an odd experience. I went up to the uh, porta potties, uh, had to take a leak and, mm-hmm. on the trail, and two of them were locked, and one of them wasn't. Didn't, didn't think anything of it. Went up to the one that was unlocked, and it was locked from the inside. I'm pretty sure a homeless person had locked himself. I think homeless people were sleeping in all of them, and the Ooh. guy like yelled at me, and so I quickly ran away and uh, biked away and found a good tree to go. That's real uncomfortable. Yeah, that whole thing it was kind of an odd experience, but. Um, but overall, it was a good trip. Not a whole lot of biking, but it was um, still a lot of fun. Getting back in the swing of things, um, did some soap, uh, soap creek riding this week. Uh, Big Creek, 
uh, got away to Chicopee. Um, it's been gorgeous weather up until today. I mean, awesome, dry, sunny, you know, 70s. Um, and then now the rain's setting in again. And uh, we got a couple days of rain, so may have to switch to rock climbing indoor, mm. get a workout in. But, um, but yeah, so that's the, the past couple weeks of ad- adventures for me. Um, you were at the beach. Went to the beach. Actually, with a lot of uh, the, the mountain bike brethren crew, was down there. Good, not all, actually, not a lot of them, but a handful of them. Um, down on 30A, had a great time, did a lot of fishing, caught some fish, did a lot of eating, did a lot of drinking, uh, did a lot of playing, it's a lot of fun. And I saw, I tried to bike, beach cruiser. Yeah. Couldn't figure out. Hit some curbs. Could, couldn't figure out. No, I, I never did it because I couldn't figure out how to get the bike unlocked from the, from the rack. <laughs> um, so that was unfortunate. My wife really wanted to go, but I did see this. This was see what people, oh, this is not fair to our listeners. No. But I did find an old Gary Fisher. Full suspension. Wow. That, that someone kept down there. I took a picture of it. I sent it out to the guys. That's a classic. I know, right? So for those listening, it's like a probably a 1990s full suspension Gary Fisher. Um, hi-fi. A hi-fi. And it's uh, it's retro. It looks clean. It does look clean. It looks like at the beach. Like yeah. not a lot of rust on it. I mean, still has the reflectors. Man. Does it have Oh, yeah. Look at that on, on the uh, spokes. Probably still has the dork disc on it. I, mean, I almost just I cut the chain just so I could go ride it. I'm, but so fair to say you haven't been doing much mountain biking you know no not a lot i think my last ride was out at blankets with uh the zach powell oh, how'd that it, go? it was actually a really great ride yeah. sometimes you know our crew we go out and we try and ride fast and you're always trying to keep up but before we me and zach set out we were like let's just like let's just ride not try and fly through anything just really, chill and yeah, enjoy it, was, it yeah it was really pleasant it was a really nice ride what we do we hit uh Van Michael, of course. Classic. Uh, then I think we hit, uh, what's the other one? The big roller. <clears throat> dwelling? Yeah, then we did. We did Dwelling. Did and, you do those new jump lines off Dwelling? Like we that? saw them, yeah. yeah. And Zach. <laughs> Actually, we have a video of this, too. Well, they can't see the video. So, I know. I know. I'm sorry. We When are we going to fix that? Um, we could go to video recording, but... That's like next level. I don't know if I'm ready for Is that. that next level? I feel like we're getting, I mean, 10 episodes in. Yeah, maybe we're we'll, we'll look at that. Anyways, there was a big jump, and I was like, golly, that's scary. And Zach was like, yeah, I've done this before. Oh, is it the me and, drop? Me and, me and Trent have done it. Yeah. It's like a road gap, like a miniature yeah. road gap. And so, and Zach's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, sweet. All right. Well, so I rode down and I get my camera out. Zach walks his bike back up. And I'm, I'm always nervous when I film people doing things like that because. This is like it can only go one of two ways. Like it's going to be awesome, or I'm going to have them getting hurt really bad on camera, and you can just sit there and rewatch it and send it out to everyone. So, anyways, I have my camera up, and he bolts down the hill, and then he just slams on the brakes, <laughs> and he's like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do this." <laughs> oh, before the jump, yeah, like oh. right before the jump, slams on the brakes. He was like, "Yeah." This isn't what we said we were doing today, so I'm not going to do this. Thank God. I know. He wasn't feeling it. He went ahead and stopped. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good rider IQ, you know? I mean, that one scares me. I mean, it's just it's just, it's not a jump, really. It's more of a drop, and you really don't have to do much, but the landing is fast. It's harsh, and, yeah, I mean. Have you done that, one? Have you done that one before? No, I've watched people do it, and it's like it doesn't look hard, but it's a mental game because when you go off it, I watch people land, and it's full compression, big G out. And you're just like, you don't want to get bucked. And it's just, it's intimidating, you know? 
but uh, yeah, I didn't get it. So I do have him on film slamming the brakes on and saying, yeah, no, never mind. That's great. Yeah. But after, after will you send yeah. me that video and we'll post it on our Instagram? Yeah. That'd be, yeah. That'd be a good one. Um, sorry, Zach. Didn't mean to do that to you. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Um, and then did you guys see they have like a new little skinnies uh, training area over at uh, Blankets I heard about? No. Is that like right at the entrance there? No, it's like hidden in the woods on the other side of the parking lot. There's a new skinnies like training area. Like up on the grass hill cool. kind of? No, like that's there? where the they have the practice drops on the other side, hmm. on the woods side of the parking know. lot. Apparently there's something back in there. Check we, out. <laughs> we did see Zach that when we came out of dwelling, we sat down and I don't know, had a snack or something like that. And you know how you can see the, uh, what, what is their jump line, actual jump line called? What's it called? The holler. Quail, quail holler. Yeah, or quail holler. So we're sitting there we're watching some people and then all of a sudden we look up and we see a family see a, a mom and a dad riding like beach cruisers nice and they are pulling a kid behind them in one of those yeah pull behind like a pull behind double nice and it was so funny me and zach just we laughed for five minutes they went down the jump line yeah well i mean clearly they were like just rolling and probably walking up the hill and then trying to ride down it but i think they were lost needless to say <laughs> i don't think they meant to do that and if that was their first family ride they'll probably never go ride again that is epic wow yeah. it was uh it was really funny the wife was screaming the entire time that's great made us uh laugh a lot it was good well while we're on that point um so a couple things to take from that one you said a lot of drinking you haven't been drinking for three months i didn't yeah i was i was a uh, dry q1 so i took uh january to the extreme a handful of us did actually um that's something we we've been doing for the past few years. So we go we go down to the beach and we uh, we we break our our alcohol fast down there at the beach. So yeah, it was fun. Drink a lot, drink a lot of IPAs. Had a lot of bourbon. It was fun. It was a good time. You had to. I did dry January. Felt amazing when I did it. You had to feel good. And now you're probably not as good. Now not as good. Um, <clears throat> haven't had a whole lot to drink. When I left the beach, I was like, okay, I'm not drinking again for another month. But I, I, I've already had a couple of drinks. So that didn't last that long. Didn't last yeah. that long. I'll have to wait again until January of uh, 2024. Speaking of the brethren, a lot of guys you were hanging out with at the beach, um, it's been quiet. It's been quiet been. on the brethren front these days. Haven't seen a lot of guys riding. Uh, Brady came out with me once. Uh, other than that, I haven't heard anything. What's going on? Well, we got it. We, there is a trip coming up. Is it going to happen? Um, yeah, we're doing it. And we might actually make, there was talk of a day trip up there to Mulberry Gap. I was uh, scrolling mindlessly the internet one night and I saw a post from Mulberry Gap, another one of our sponsors. Shout out to you. They're um, not a sponsor. We want them to be. They probably are. <laughs> um, they just built a new cabin, like a legit cabin. Because you know how all the cabins up there, they're pretty much just, I mean, they're nice, but they're just literally beds and four walls and a roof. Yeah, it's pretty um, rustic. Yeah, it's rustic for sure. And they've designed it to be that way. But they built a cabin that has all the amenities. It Does has, it have Wi-Fi? No. That was I don't know if that I don't know if it'll ever be Wi-Fi. Yeah. But it's got, I think, three bedrooms, got a living room, full kitchen, bathroom. Uh, so pretty cool. You gotta have a minimum of three guests in there, a minimum two night minimum. So that's cool. I'm kinda glad because it's nice to have a little bit more space in those have more space up there but is that what I'm you're thinking for that. the may trip is that cabin or just yeah more of a day yeah trip? we should totally definitely get that cabin 
I mean, we'd have to get more than that because I think there's, you know, quite quite a few people that might go on it. But yeah, the May trip, uh, go up there, do one night, maybe do the uh, what do they call it? The easy uh, tough loop. The tough loop. Yeah, the, there's like two. There's one big loop out there. It's like a thirty mile loop. I don't know. I know. I know. There's Bear Hody Loop, and then the people add on P3 to that, and make it a little bit longer. But even doing that, it's like only 15 miles, right? Uh, Bear Bear Hody's like probably 18 miles, and then adding P3 probably is like 20 something. Yeah, there's something. They have like a tough loop and an easy loop that I think includes that, and maybe that maybe that's exactly what it there's is. There's also Mountain Town, uh, Mountain Town Creek or whatever, and then there's. Um, Windy Gap or Windy Stair or something. I can't remember all of them. But <laughs> windy, windy. All right. So that'll be the next big thing. Yep. That's the next brethren resting their legs for that. Mm-hmm. Kind of keeping it, keeping yeah. it quiet. Got to stay fresh. Got to, got to be ready to perform, you know? Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Um, let's see. What else in other news? Oh, well, I was going to say, like, you guys heard me quickly reference the urban MTV or urban MTV riding I did with my boss a couple weeks ago. Um, that was a lot of fun. But one thing I didn't mention that was pretty fun to watch was there were these kids that were on these. It was like rigid mountain bikes with like big 29ers, but they were like they had like BMX bars and they had like pegs on their bikes. It was very strange. It was like a cross between a mountain bike and a BMX bike. It wasn't a dirt jumper. I I, I referenced them as like hoopties. Like I don't know. They just looked like hoopty bikes. Like they, like they were they were having a blast. These kids had to be like middle school, high school. They were just ripping after school on the belt line, going to the skate park, hitting some dirt lines, and just like pulling manuals and wheelies the whole time. And I was like, that's awesome. Like. I always thought kids just played on their iPads all the time, but these kids were just having fun, good old There's bike rides. Still some real ones out there. There are real ones out there. There's I mean, they weren't even there. like organized sports. They were just, you know, having fun on their bikes. So it still exists. It's still out there. I mean, that's There's what hope. we did. There's hope. When we were kids. There's hope for the next generation. So that was cool to see. The other thing I was going to ask you about was the um, what you saw recently, which was out in Tech Park, Technology Park, Norcross area, um, where some of us work. You saw some Enduro Bros, like, pop out of nowhere. Yeah. So if you're listening and you know some trails that are out there, they're, they're, maybe we'll find these two riders. I've seen them multiple times, mm, twice. Um, but, yeah, they're, they are, they're ripping somewhere out there. I've seen them ride out of uh, Northwood Parkway. They cross over PIB, and they ride up into the funeral home. In the, the funeral yeah, home? Yeah, they, like, ride up that way. So I'm assuming they live in the neighborhoods on the other side of uh, – Spalding, maybe, but they're riding somewhere back in Northwoods, and they got like serious enduro. Rigs. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I mean, it's not a joy ride. It's not like a yeah, like hey, I'm just, let's just go pedal for a couple minutes. I mean, they look like they've been riding. So, folks, if you're listening, you guys kitted up out in Tech Park. Um, we want to know where what kind of gnar you're hitting because. You know, we know of some on the other side of Peachtree Parkway, but not over there, and that. Uh, that would be nice. I still want to go ride with the Avalon crew too. Yeah, we still got to do the uh, Huli Duro type stuff. I think that would be fun, but I would like to do it during the daytime. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Enduro, they 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 got this big Enduro se- series going on right now in Georgia, and the next one is uh, Stanley Gap, 
they call it like the Blue Ridge Enduro, and they need like 75 riders to have it going. And I think the deadline is sign up is this weekend. So try to sign up for that. I can't do it, but if you can, I was trying to get Trent to do it. It's supposed to be epic. I mean, like, how many riders do they have? I don't know, but not enough right now. They're not at 75. Um, they need more. And it's supposed to be gnarly. I mean, I've done Stanley Gap once, which I was going to tell you, we need to do some Brethren rides out there. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's just another change of pace from, like, the Mulberry Gap stuff. And it's it's got a little bit more chunk and, and some steeps. But that's uh, something else to keep your eye out on. The other crazy news is uh, Pine Log. So I haven't ridden it, but it's apparently it's in North Georgia. I think it's more north west um it's closing it's uh they're selling it so it used to be i think it was wma like public property and now they're selling it off um to a private owner so people are freaking out um some of the gnarliest trails in the state apparently and some of them are of course not sanctioned but like you, you hear us talking about pine mountain all the time these are like longer bigger and just as steep, if not steeper, than Pine Mountain. Yep. And uh, it's a shame. We'll probably never, ever get to do them because next month it's closing. Um, but I've always wanted to go out there, but it's so hard because if, you if you've don't, if you never been before, the service isn't great, you don't know where you're going, you're not going with someone that's done it before. Trent's done it once. He said it was awesome. But um, it's kind of uh, hard to navigate. So, yeah. Is there an uh, update on uh, Simpsonwood? No update on Simpsonwood. They've been pretty dark. They said they're still trying to work on the, the plan, and they haven't had the meeting yet for the public to, to voice their opinion. So we're still in a holding pattern there. Um, but you, you've done a few rides there yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, I finally found a good loop where there aren't good – or I found good ride-arounds for where fallen trees are so you don't have to get off your bike as much. You can do a good – get a good solid three-mile loop out there. I actually ran into a guy at Big Creek the other day who's a buddy of Trent, who I met through Trent, another guy, Colby, and he was looking for another place to ride that's close. And I told him about it and uh, he likes the steep stuff. So I showed him where, I told him where the downhill side park is. He went and he was like, dude, this is sweet. And he, oh, no, huh? and he was like, there's some stuff here that's really scary. <laughs> yeah, there is on that one side. Yeah. But he, uh, he had a good, uh, good time there. Um, other trips looking forward to uh i'm doing a company trip uh a retreat to greece of all places Would you pull the trigger on that you're doing it yeah i think i'm going to do it it's uh it's a week in september um and it's mainly a work thing but they'll hopefully let us get away to do some fun stuff and we're staying in Rhodes, which is an island in Greece, but it's very mountainous. And so it's gotta be some mountain biking then, huh? Have I you would looked? Think. Have you looked? I've Googled it and there they have like some mountain bike-ish companies that do tours and it looks like they rent you you rent ragged out old school hardtails. But <laughs> so I don't know what the level is like or what the trails are like, but uh, if any of you know out there let us know. Uh, send us a DM and Instagram, the Narnomi's Instagram, because um, I definitely may try to get away and mountain bike Greece. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Say you mountain biked in Greece. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know anyone uh, from the Brethren that has mountain biked internationally. Brady. 
Uh, so he's sense. a pilot, pilot yeah. and he travels a lot and he says he has done a good bit of mountain biking he'll plan his trips where he has a big layover and he'll uh, rent a mountain bike and he's done a lot of cool places apparently where? over in europe europe he said and south america i think oh uh, yeah um but he said it can be sometimes hit or miss on you know organizing all of it but he said yeah it's it's super awesome he's a big downhill guy so he'll do like downhill parks and stuff like that he is man he's a crazy good rider he is he is for sure um what else oh so that ride i had at chicopee um you know we're kind of talking about you know you have those kind of fair weather riders which is totally cool i get it like you just do it every now and then and that's great you know it may not be like a regular thing for you and uh i feel like a lot of people are in that uh at least our friends are in that zone right now where they're just not feeling it or they don't have time or um, kind of hit or miss. But one of our buddies, Crashing Kyle, um, he quit, like straight up cold turkey, quit mountain biking. Did he gave it up? Gave it up for pickleball. Old pickleball. Old pickleball. It's a fun game. I, I mean, it's going viral. It's taking taking people out left and right of mountain biking. It's a fun biking. game. It's a fun game. I, I, um, so he committed himself to that, and he's been out of the game for like six months, and all of a sudden – he hits me up, Josh, you mountain biking? Yeah, of course I am, man. I bike every day. Let's go. We're doing the chick. So we did chickpea, and uh, it was awesome. Like, he, he uh, had to reacquaint himself with his rusty bike and, you know, get it out of the shed and um, get it lubed up. But he once he got out there, um, he it reignited all his, uh, his mountain biking passions. He said he wants to get back into it again. So okay. sometimes you just need a little break, you know. I don't think I'd ever trade mountain bike for pickleball, though. No, I don't. I wouldn't either. But um, you know, we we see it a lot. We see it a lot. We see a lot of CrossFit, CrossFit training. Yeah, but you can do CrossFit and mountain bike. Uh, apparently not. Some people, mm-hmm. if you're listening, one trick pony. Um, but yeah, so Crashing Kyle is back. You know, one thing that's interesting. He's like our age, family guy, older, has kids busy you know he 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 is a very aggressive rider he has one mode and it's full push and uh he's come to grips with he thinks he's gonna stick with more of the cross-country stuff um because the gnar the the steeps are just uh cross-country is kind of where it's at well here's the thing like for his type of personality he can't go to pine or jared's or wind rock and just like take it easy like i can't I totally can. I can have a great time just trying to survive, cruising down, don't have to hit all the features, and just have fun on the steeps. Him and a lot of other people, like, they have to go full pin. Like, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it big. And they're hitting everything, and you crash a lot, you fall a lot, you hurt yourself a lot. And he just doesn't have that mentality to, like, take it easy. And so I get it. Like, for him, he's like, I'm just going to stick with the cross country stuff because I don't have the ability to say no. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean, um, but to your point, you said you want to get out to Jared's. Now's a good time. Because I really do. I really do want to go up there, ride with Blair, and check it out, get the tour from the inside. Well, I was going to say now's a good time because they just opened up in their longest trail, and it's a green trail. It's called Armucci Express. Armucci, and it's supposed to be really fun, really flowy. Like your style, long, just fast, and and a good time. Like not crazy scary. 
Um, so that just opened up a couple weeks ago, and they've redone a bunch of trails. I haven't seen any of these. I haven't been there in a while, but I think we need to plan a trip there. We do. We need to go up there on a Friday. Yeah. Check it out. I uh, saw an Instagram post from him where he was throwing rocks at other rocks. So <laughs> he must have been working very hard on that trail uh, to get to the point where he was doing that. That's great. I love it. I love it. Um, what else in news? Um, so this is crazy. Um, so there's this, uh, I gotta look this up. Uh, Seth bike hacks, also known as burn peak probably doesn't mean anything to you. Mm-mm. So he's, Absolutely he's, nothing. he's the most viral mountain bike YouTuber on the planet. He's okay. got like millions of followers. Okay. Um, he tested out this new, stem you know uh, for your you know where your handlebars connect to your bike and it is nuts um it looks weird and very polarizing and he said for downhill riding like for for climbing it's not great but for downhill it is revolutionary like so good Hmm. um and it is crazy i don't know it kind of makes me want to look at because now if you think about it like bikes the reach is so long these days and you're so stretched out that having this high really high basically uh short stem uh makes the handling uh amazing and so uh i don't know check out the video uh it looks pretty ridiculous he's like literally speechless he's like i don't even know what to think of this thing because it is so weird um but yeah it's expensive as hell it's like 400 dollars. i mean it's crazy the title is what the fuck is this (laughs) and it's a raised reverse stem uh and i'm i'm trying to pull it up now bear with me folks it's a company it's a kid that makes it and the company is called be more bikes and it is a raised reverse stem and again you guys can't see this but look at that that's where your handlebar is your handlebars go up there that's your stem it just sits right on top of your bike like basically like six inches up it is kind of bizarre it is crazy but it's it's literally supposed to revolutionize uh, the way you ride a bike and uh I don't know. Just it's going viral. Right Speaking now. of uh, BMB, revolutionizing the way you ride a bike. What do you think about those zeroed bikes? Yeah, those are crazy. No, Have you seen any yeah, out on the trails? I've seen one in Atlanta. One guy has one, part of that Huli Dura squad, and he loves it. And yeah, it's a gearbox. There's no derailleur, and it's belt driven. And yeah, it's wild. I kind of want to try. Who's selling them in Atlanta? I don't know how you get one. I think or they have zeroed. A, are they even dealing? Well, they're a New Zealand company, and they have a distributor, I think, in the U.S. somewhere. I don't know where they are, but they're expensive. It's all get out, and it's a grip shifter, so they don't have you know with that gearbox. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like traditional shifters, and yeah, I don't know. They're they're starting to gain a lot of traction. Um, I'd like to ride one. Yeah, Kyle was looking at that too. Um, I don't know how you actually get your hands on one, but. And then I think we touched on it in the last podcast, but the transmission, I don't want to talk about it much because damn near everyone is constantly talking about this new transmission. Have you heard of it? Mm. It's basically SRAM came out with this drivetrain where you can shift under load, you can step on it, you can 
bang it. It's indestructible. I shift on our load all the time. Right. But you also have to like replace your parts a lot. That's true. Um, this is like, it, it, it never skips a beat. You never have to align it. You never have like weird gear shifting issues. Like it's supposed to be literally the new way of doing it. Is this somehow training. like a response to zero? Uh, I don't think zero. it's response to gearboxes. I think it's more just we've had the same drivetrains forever. And SRAM is like, we got to fix this. And so they created it where you don't have a hanger. You, it mounts directly to the bike. Um, it stays a lot more out of the way. You don't have them breaking off. You don't have to deal with all the alignment. The chains are totally different. They're weird looking. Like they're flat. And I don't know. It's, it's Apparently, it's like the biggest change to mountain biking since the dropper post is what they're all claiming. And um, so you check it out. Transmission. Of course, it's out. It's only an electronic drivetrain. So you have to have wireless. It's really expensive. It's like $1,600. <laughs> but of course, you probably want to wait till the market levels out on that. And um, but yeah. So Speaking that, of the market, has, has the market leveled out on bikes? I know it dropped. Is it still dropping? Is there has it stayed steady? I don't have know. Have you paid attention at all? I haven't on purpose because I put myself on a, a no spend mountain biking, um, what do you call it, period? Like, I just, I, I got ridiculous with it. So I was like, I am not going to buy anything for a mountain bike, and therefore I don't look at stuff. I don't want to be tempted. So I see. I've heard it's still dropping. I heard it's you can get some great deals, but Josh Schaefer is trying to rein it in um, and, and not uh, spend the monies. Actually, uh, I have this new phrase called the ride it out method. So, of course, we all have those noises that we hear in our bikes after time, and they annoy the crap out of us and the clicks and the shifting. This is the method I've been on forever. Well, it's the Josiah method. You just don't take care of your bike. Yeah. I mean, um, I take care of my bike. I legitimately ride it out. <laughs> you ride it out to where it's non-rideable. Yeah, legit, um, legit ride it out, folks. But I've, I've adopted in, in, in some aspects of that. And it's worked. Like stuff has gone away. Like I'm just ignore it, and I just keep pushing. And eventually, it's like fine. Like it, uh, I just move on. So, yeah. So that's kind of my new thing now: is ride it out, let it play out, and uh, it's worked out so, so far um, for me. Uh, so I'm going to continue to do that. That's why I haven't seen the bike doctor in quite some time. They probably think I'm cheating on them with another bike shop, but I'm not. I uh, I just have been. Trying to see how long I can go before I can uh, have to spend money on fixing a bike. Um, helps when you have two bikes too. Yep. Switch off and yep. all that stuff. Um, what else in my list of news? Um, in other news, uh, well, this isn't really news. It's just something I noticed. 3D printing is blowing up. Oh, yeah. Like, golly. 3D printing and uh, chat GPT. Yeah, chat GBT and 3D printing, but more related to mountain bikes, 3D printing is just going nuts. It's crazy how people are doing everything. I mean, I said on the other week, there's a company that built an entire mountain bike out of 3D printing. Uh, Revel built an entire oh, really? downhill mountain bike out of 3D printing. The old Revel Rascal. This is called the Revel Rodeo. And uh, I, just, I just think it's crazy. I kind of want to get one. I kind of want to get a 3D printer, but I know that's a slippery slope, and I'll probably waste a lot of money. I mean, how much does a 3D printer cost? You can get them for, like, a few hundred bucks now. Like, I mean, they're probably crappy, but you can, I mean, you can get one mm -hmm. and tinker around and build crap you want. And the thing is, is that that's the barrier to entry. Like, once you have it, the filament is dirt cheap. It's, like, dollars. 
and you can build like all sorts of stuff with it. I don't know. I've been tempted. I'm not a very crafty person, but all you got to do is have the code. That is pretty interesting. So, um, and then this is not really news either, but uh, the Formula One show on Netflix. Have you watched it? I have. So good. It, yeah. Oh, I love it. I like Full Swing better. Okay. Full Swing's really good too for the golf side, but like Formula One, again, not a big car racer. Don't know much about it, but I'm addicted to the show. I just love the storyline. I love the, I don't know, just something about it. I, I just finished the last season. I watched all of it and I, I thought it was amazing. So well done. And so my thinking is, why don't they do that? They need, we need to figure out a way to prop Netflix up to do that format for downhill mountain biking. Hmm. Think there's enough money behind it? I mean, not as much as golf and as car racing, but to the, they did another one for tennis. The tennis one was good too. Really? Yeah. I mean, the possibility it could open up like with Red Bull and you know all this stuff, like a Discovery Channel now. Like if they do more of the storyline and like the behind the scenes of these racers. I just think it would go awesome. And it would bring so much more exposure to the sport. Maybe. Maybe it would. You should pitch that. Narnomies. Yeah, Narnomies, behind the scenes, World Cup downhill mountain biking racing. Brought to you by. Brought to you by. Narnomies. Narnomies and Netflix. Another future sponsor. Thanks, Netflix. (laughs) Um, So... I'm trying to go through. That's most of my top talking points. What do you have? What do you? What do you? What are things that? I just need to go ride. I need to ride. I want to go ride. I'm excited for the May trip, Mulberry Gap. Um, I walk out of my garage every day and I blow a kiss to my mountain bike because I just haven't ridden it very much. I haven't ridden it as much as I needed to. It's an interesting time of year. It's summertime. Well, it's spring. Know, end of end. Of, yeah, it's like the yeah. It's not yeah. It's not summertime. But it's getting there, traveling a lot, spring break week. It's uh, it's time. You know, it's kind of funny. When I mountain bike, I kind of dread this the, the change because when you hit all the trails, it's all open. And now everything starts to turn green. And, and like riding at Simpsonwood, that's not an official trail. Everything's grown over. So every time you take a turn, you're you're always wondering, I'm like, man, I'm going to have so much poison ivy. Or ticks. Yeah, like because you got to push through stuff and whatnot. But then you get used to it. Or it gets cut back, but I'm not looking forward to that. Also, you got to get used to the humidity. Like, I mean, it wasn't even that hot yesterday, but I was like, oh, it's, I'm, I'm feeling it now. It's yesterday warmer. It was, it was gorgeous. It was yesterday. gorgeous, but like you're starting to feel the humidity kick in. Yeah. Your breathing's different. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. your body has to adapt to that type of riding, you know, as opposed to like the cool, crisp air that we were having for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's definitely a beautiful time to ride as long as you can avoid the um, the um, the showers, the rain showers that we're dealing with right now. Oh, the other update, sorry, uh, was around the apparel. Um, still waiting on Pete. Pete, if you're out there. Yeah. We, uh, the designs, you see, I showed you the designs. Yeah, what do you think? Great. Yeah, they look awesome. They're finalized. They're good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Ready to roll out. So he's now putting them on apparel and he's just wait, you know, he's who wants to mock it up because now we deal with colors and 
and like the type of apparel. Um, so we got to finalize that. We're sticking with jerseys, shirts, and hats and stickers. And I, I kind of like your idea. We'll go purple on the jerseys. Try something a little different, a little uh, at loud and out there. Yep. Because you got all the traditional colors. And uh, but yeah, once he sends me those mock-ups, then we just go. And uh, I was selling folks on the last one. I was like, man, I wonder if I should make this a novelty and do it like a thing where the only way to get it, I mean, you have to buy it. The only way to buy it is if you see an Arnemi on the trail. Subscribe. You got to subscribe to the uh, podcast. Yeah, you got to subscribe to the podcast and you have to meet us on trail ride and then you can get access to it. It's kind of like that novelty thing where, uh, have you heard of these Mellies? Mm-mm. Melanzana? Mm-mm. Oh, it's like, you got to look it up, dude. It's crazy. It's this Patagonia S style company out of Leadville, Colorado. You can only get their, it's like a fleece hoodie. I mean, looks pretty basic, but it, I mean, they look cool. The very like particular look to them. And uh, apparently they're the best like lightweight hoodie you can buy in the world and they're made amazingly lifetime guarantee all this stuff and they're not crazy expensive but the only way to get one is you have to go to leadville you have to have an appointment and you and they work with you one-on-one to fit you for one of these and you're allowed two at most and almost the sheer novelty of that makes them super popular and people think of it as like a Almost like a status symbol. It's Sounds like, like these outdoorsmen who have Mellies are like, I got a Melly. And it's like the cool thing to have because you have to go to Leadville, highest point in the country for a town. Uh, found that out. And uh, yeah, the Mellies. Um, so it feels, feels very granola bougie. Yeah, granola bougie. Exactly. Hmm. Fratagucci, if you Fratagucci. will. Fratagucci. Fratagucci. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So uh, maybe the Narnomi's apparel becomes Fratagucci. I don't know. But then again, I probably would never sell any of them. So maybe I shouldn't make it that exclusive. Because <laughs> then people wouldn't wear them or see me. Um, but I don't know. Just another uh, thing I was throwing out there. Um, let's see. Any uh, any uh, trail reviews you can think of? Ones we haven't done yet? No. Need to go hit Jared's, and then I'll have a review for that. Yeah, you don't have a review for that yet, from your perspective. Um, let me think. Let me think. I'll, I'll do a review this week. Um, 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 I will do. I will do. I'm going to do a controversial one because people probably don't like me talking about it. But screw it. I think people should experience it. I'm going to do Pine Mountain. Mm. So Pine Mountain is a sanctioned trail, fully legal, in Cartersville, Georgia, up at the north end of Alatoona Lake, up 75. And if you go to Trail Forks, you type in um, Pine Mountain, it'll show you a three-mile loop with lots of elevation. And you can do that loop. And it's a, uh, it's a fine trail. It's pretty steep, pretty tough, pretty, really pretty. Great overlook at the top. A three, well, I'd say probably 180 degree view of, of uh, Georgia. 
and it's awesome. It's hikers, bikers. You can only bike there Wednesdays and Saturdays, um, hiking the rest of the week. Uh, although people bike it all the time. And, uh, but that's not the main trail and, or that's not the trail that people go there to do. There's a ton of trails off of that, that these guys created old, older guys. And they're so much fun. And if you go on a Wednesday or Saturday, you'll likely run into people that can show you around or show you the trails, but they're awesome. Uh, I'd suggest people start on Moe's Meat. They're all named after foods. It's kind of funny. You have Moe's Meat, which is like your great kind of entry level to true gnar. Um, pretty flowy. You got a nice little jump, drop, um, some rock rolls. Uh, it's a little bit shorter. And you're essentially like going this one climbing trail up, the main legit trail takes you up. And then instead of doing the main legit trail down, you go off all these side trails. And so most meet, I would start, then I would go to the overlook, which is the very top where you have the great view and you got cornbread and pre-roll. And then uh, there's OG, which is uh, uh, not as gnarly of a trail. And, and this is kind of the order I would go in and then, um, I would then do um, hot sauce, which is a really gnarly long trail, mm. and then um, cream pie and beans are probably the craziest ones. And I don't even like to do those very much. But so there's like six or seven trails you can do, and they're so much fun. Uh, definitely wear your your armor, your full faces, your knee pads, your elbow pads. Um, bring your big bike if you have one. Um, and prepare for some serious workout. I mean, it's some serious climbing. You're not going to get huge mileage out there. I'd say good days out there are 6 to 13, 14 miles, but you're going to get massive elevation and tons of fun, really long downhills. Um, and you got the great lake down there to take a swim afterwards when it's nice out and they have a cool little swimming cove down there and you can bring some beers and food and just hang out it's it's a really cool scene so i would rate it a uh a nine nine out of ten i mean it's it's incredible if you like that type of riding if you want to have you know big downhill riding excruciating climbs but just a really fun time it's on a whole nother level so you know, your blankets is not going to prepare you for this. Um, but if you nine, go to, nine out of 10. Oh yeah. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's That's a very specific ride though. Well, it's a very specific ride, but it's so convenient. It's an hour door to door from Atlanta, literally an hour drive it is it's almost the same as blankets. I mean, it's really not bad. And it's the closest like big mountain you can go to. And it's, uh, it's just, a, it's an awesome. I want to take you out there so bad. I know you would enjoy it, the experience at least once just to just to see it but it is it is it is crazy it's crashing kyle told me to never go yeah he had a bad experience out there he uh he, again because he doesn't take it easy he went full full sin down a rock cliff and broke his brake lever off and concussed himself um and therefore that also wouldn't wear clips out there. He was wearing clips. <laughs> um, mm. I would definitely be, be in your flats. Um, cause there's a fair bit of hiking too, hike a bike and it's not great to do in clips and you want to be able to get out quick. Um, so yeah, so that's my, that's my trail review. I haven't been there in forever. It still scares me. Uh, I don't like going by myself. Uh, definitely want to go with people, but I want to get back out there and, uh, 
and try it again. Again, it's not one of those I would do every week, but every now and then it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Talked about that. Talked about that. Um, I guess the only other topic that I have here, uh, is just more of an opinion piece. Um, it's the whole, uh, kind of debate on poppy versus planted. You heard this, Josiah? No, I've not heard this. Poppy versus planted? Yeah. So, like, do you want a bike that's playful and you can, like, throw around? Um, or do you prefer more of the planted feel? Grip, traction, you know, you don't care about the air and the the, the poppiness. I thought about it a lot, and I, I actually uh, – I've decided that I, I like my short travel bike to be poppy. I want it to like play around and jump and jib and do all sorts of stuff. I want my big enduro bike, big travel bike. I like it planted. I like it to be. But if you had to pick one. Ooh, if I had to pick one. I think I'm going poppy. You're going poppy? Yeah, I think I go planted. Really? Yeah. You, I thought about it because I actually thought about going one trick pony and, and getting selling one of my bikes and just having one, I think I'd go with my Ripma, my big bike, just because it's so much more versatile. I could hit Jared's, I could hit Pine, all this stuff, and I could do the cross-country stuff. And it wouldn't excel at it, but it would just, it would be better middle ground for me. Huh. I would have to definitely go poppy. Yeah. Well, that's mostly what you ride, I guess. Yeah, right. And that's the kind of bike you have now. Yeah. So. Poppy. My boat's poppy, folks. Poppy. But now, then you may not want to long travel out that that tall boy you have then. I know. Big decisions to make for me coming up here. Yeah. Eventually, at some point in my life. At some point. Um, all right. Well, yeah, looking to the future um, for me, probably going to just hit up uh, usual rides um, throughout the week. Been doing a lot of soap, Big Creek, purely because they're closest to me in Simpsonwood. Um, I'm tired of driving, man. It's brutal. Traffic. It doesn't matter what time of day now. The world is back, man. People are working back in the office. Five days a week. Five days a week. People are coming to work. Ooh. People are out in their cars on 285, 85, 400. It's tough to get places. Yeah. I think those days, like going to blankets, that's a haul. You know? Yeah. It's a commitment. Like on Friday, yeah, you guys had to hit some traffic. It's a commitment. So, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sticking to the same old trails, although I'm, I'm trying to get creative, trying to take different lines and you know, maybe do some offshoots and stuff like that. So I don't know, may, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out ways to keep it alive because I'm tired of traveling to all these different trails far out. It's a, uh, it's a lot, but, and I do want to get a Jared's day in. Um, so I'm going to pick a Thursday or Friday coming up here for that. And I hope to make the, uh, brethren ride. Um, so fingers crossed on that. Uh, with that said, I don't have anything else, Josiah. What, anything else you have? No, let's kick this big. All right. Well, this has been episode 10 of the Naranomi's MTB podcast. Thanks for listening in. We will work on getting a uh, another guest lined up, hopefully for the next one. Uh, and as always, uh, go out and search for your ultimate Narvana. And thanks for listening. Now get...